Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. She's obsessed with parrots. Absolutely obsessed. There's a bird tweeting in the background, the swallows chirp, chirp, chirping. There's a light hum of the dishwasher in the background. Where am I? I'm in France. And it's really lovely. And I'm really enjoying having a holiday where I'm not body shaming myself, which is a new experience for me. So hello, welcome to the Wellbeing Lab. We have Colleen Lally, who is a yoga therapist. And it's really interesting. Let's have a listen to our interview. I currently run a nonprofit called Recovery Wellness Collective, which provides creative initiatives and health and well-being programs for people that are either affected by substance use, which is usually like family or friends, or individuals that are in recovery from substance use. What a wonderful thing. What were you doing before that? So previously, uh, for like the last 20 years, I was working as a compliance officer in various investment banks across the US and here in the UK. So it's a big of a change. What an incredible change. And before we talk about yoga therapy, actually what I should say is I've already had a session with you. So we're talking after the session. So I think that's good for the audience to hear. Um, How did you come to yoga? So I actually was offered it as part of like a corporate wellness class at one of the banks that I worked for. Um, and so they offered it as like a four week program to you know, help you kind of relax, get physically fit or whatever. That's and cool. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it was, it was really nice. Um, and so they did it as like a tester class and there was only about six or seven of us in class. So it was quite small. And the same group of people stayed with it for like three years. So it was really lovely to have like, you know, even work people like trying to figure out ways to relax and calm down um, and to see them in a different way rather than being, you know, always at work. Like, you know, could you get me this? Could you get me that? Whereas more is like seeing them in a social way and like as a real human, I should say. Yeah. You're not just saying, Bethany, where's the stapler? Get me this stapler now. Exactly. I need this report. Why isn't it here? You said it was going to be done two hours ago. I need this report and I can't find a ring binder. Nadia. A ring, a ring I know, I don't know why, just thinking. Um, what a brilliant initiative. What a lovely thing to hear. And this was like 2003. Wow, really? 2002. So it's a long time ago. So this is before like all this wellness stuff, you know, that yeah. they're talking about and implementing now. Was it in America? Yes, it was. It was in New York. God, I love Americans. 
So that's no, no, that, that's amazing because I, I, I didn't expect to talk about this, but I actually think it's quite a nice thing to very briefly touch on that it must be really in- interesting to get to know your work, colleagues, friends in a different setting and probably better for business, actually. Yeah, because you you start getting along with each other or you realise like they're just having a bad day if they're grouchy or very snippy with you rather than, oh, they're always like that, they're a horrible person kind of thing. Yeah. Or I don't want to deal with them. And it's like, you know, you just, it starts to put things in perspective of seeing kind of where they're coming from. And so talk to me about yoga therapy. How would you define that? So yoga therapy is a tool that is used to help people kind of reconnect with their body um, and get out of their mind. The way it's described is is using yoga philosophy and yoga postures in order to help or treat or support any sort of medical condition. So like insomnia, lower back pain, anxiety, depression, and also uh, substance use. And the reason why I work with it is because I deal with a lot of people that have issues or concerns with insomnia or anxiety. So it's just trying to get people to become more relaxed and comfortable in their in themselves and to slow down. I mean, here I am. Didn't get to sleep till 3.30. You know, one of the things that you mentioned, one of the yoga philosophies, I'm going to get it slightly wrong, but I want to tell you that it has actually stuck with me. And it was something like... I mean, I'm really paraphrasing, but it was something like, don't come with any sort of hate towards others, you know, or yourself. There was something like that. Yeah, that was the himsa. So it's himsa. showing nonviolence towards yourself or to others. Yeah, and that's really stuck with me as just a sort of something to remember. Can we run through some of the sort of yoga philosophies? Uh, sure. So the ones that I mainly work with are called the yamas, which are basically kind of philosophies or disciplines on how to live your your life. So kind of just guidelines that you should follow. So ahimsa is nonviolence towards yourself or towards others. Uh, people mostly refer to this as the reason for vegetarianism or veganism, but it doesn't actually have to be you know, physical harm. It could be mental harm. So anytime that you're having negative thoughts about yourself or somebody else, that's incorporated in it. Satya, which is truthfulness. So being true to yourself, to your morals, to your beliefs, but also actually speaking the truth. You know, sometimes, you know, it's not always right to say something negative towards to somebody if it's going to hurt them. But at the same time, like you should be, you know, not trying to suppress how you're feeling just in order to kind of people-please somebody as mm. well. Satya, so this is non-stealing. You could look at it as setting boundaries or non-stealing of time. So, you know, arrive and meet somebody at, this, at, at the appropriate time. Pranamacha, which is the moderation of your senses or energy. So it's like not trying to overexert yourself and trying to just focus on what you want to put your energy in, what what you get joy from doing. So you're not just doing something just to do it, but you're actually doing something so it makes you feel a little bit happy. And then the final one is non-greed. What is the true purpose of you doing something? Are you trying to do it because you want something from somebody or are you doing it because you truly have altruistic reasoning behind it? I love hearing all those suggestions of how to live because there's a few things that come up for me one is that maybe growing up or maybe even still people sort of tend to get 
rules of how to live normally through quite dogmatic systems so it's quite sort of like there seems to come with a sort of you do this or you know <laughs> you are damned and doesn't necessarily come with a sort of gentle focus on one's own sort of happiness whereas hearing all those I mean I'm putting them as suggestions they all seem to make sense to me you know like I love the sort of don't steal someone's time you know turn up on time it's like it's like a sort of gentle infantry of oneself yeah it's ways to be polite to yourself and to someone else without being dogmatic yeah about how you should live your life like these are suggestions and you know you're not going to always achieve them every single day but if you focus maybe on one a day or if you notice oh you did something and you're like oh well you know what I didn't respect this person's time today you know I'm sorry that I did that and you look at that as an area for you to grow rather than saying like you know beating yourself up because oh I showed up again late you know I tried to find an excuse or something or you know Unfortunately, the tube didn't work. And so now you're blaming yourself for not arriving where sometimes things happen out of your control. It's a good way, yeah, of of taking responsibility. And I missed something the other day. And actually, I instantly, you know, apologised and genuinely apologised rather than thinking, I'll just say sorry and no one cares, which is what I used to do. But, you know, particularly with with timekeeping. But I'm really sorry and sort of charm people. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't really, I thought it doesn't matter, I'm famous, you know, I can get, aw- <laughs> I can get away with it. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. They expect it from you. Yeah, it's like they expect it from me. Yeah, yeah, what yeah. would Mariah Carey do? <laughs> That's the way I live my life. Um, but actually, I really did check in and I was like, that is not fair. People had given up their time. I don't know what they'd given up their time for to make time for our meeting. You know, someone could have not gone to the doctor with their daughter because they were doing this meeting. So I'm like, you know, I just don't know. And actually, by taking more responsibility and not shaming myself, so being happy to apologise, because I think so often people don't apologise because they're, they're so ashamed. They sort of maybe go into defence mode or attack mode or diverting. Go, well, you know, I couldn't, this happened. If you do apologise and really own it, I feel a lot happier in my life, actually. Yeah, because you're being true to yourself and who you are as a person. And you kind of, your body knows when you're lying or misrepresenting a situation like something in your gut tells you or your shoulders get a little like tight like you just know that something's not right and sometimes even like your voice will get cracky when you're not telling the truth because it's closing up because it's trying to tell you we know you're not speaking the right way so just shut your mouth kind of thing so that's a that's a nice way of leading into talking about the body because I'm getting a sense there that actually the body's quite a sort of pure vessel and wants to, I guess it makes me think of animals, we want to be as sort of efficient and relaxed and ready, you know, those two sort of different states as possible. Yes. So it's always to be, you know, kind of as calm and, yeah, relaxed and comfortable in who you are and the best way to do that is always kind of just keep on doing like slow movements. It doesn't always have to be you know, some hard running or hard workouts. It's just kind of to keep your body limber. And then also monitoring your breath and kind of signals that you get that way as well. You know, if you notice yourself breathing heavy or talking really quickly or something, you know, just slow down and take a moment because there's a reason why you're feeling like you're gasping. Yeah, and there were some things that we did in the session that I thought, oh yeah, I know, I really like that. At one point when I was sort of, 
stroking my right arm with my left hand and then sort of moving across and sort of opening up my chest. And that was really nice. It's, I felt like it was a, a nice dialogue with my body. Yeah, because you were also touching parts of your body that you normally wouldn't. Nobody really strokes the inside of someone's arm. Or even like your partner wouldn't do that normally. They would always touch like the top of your arm or maybe your shoulder, but it's never the inside. You know, not naturally anyway. Let's have a listen to these messages. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. And what have you found through the people that have come to you and done a course of yoga therapy? What have you noticed? So a lot of the things that people have learned is just to take time for themselves and to say, this hour every day is for me and I'm going to do this and really put time into whatever they like to do rather being always focused on trying to help somebody else or do something for somebody else. The other thing is that they've just learned to kind of relax and learn to breathe. And when I say learn to breathe, it's just knowing that when they're anxious or feeling upset or something that they can pull themselves out of a situation by simply breathing and they can calm themselves down, which is a very valuable tool to use anywhere, really, you know, at work as well as at home. Setting boundaries. So realizing that By saying no once doesn't always mean that somebody's going to understand that that you mean no. Like you have to be consistent in what you want. And then also kind of just improving self-confidence, self-worth, all their self-beliefs and realizing like who they are and what they truly want in life because they're doing a lot of introspection because we do it for six weeks. So over each week, you're doing some practices and then you write down exactly how you're feeling, what happened, and what did you learn from it. And you realize what works for you, what doesn't work for you, and and how it makes you feel. Because for the most part, people forget what feelings are and what your body means. Like, you know, even just being hungry or thirsty, like simple things like that, people have forgotten because they're so used to being 
on the run or being like, okay, I'm not upset right now. I'm, I'm just going to carry on doing what I have to do, or I'm not tired right now. I have to do this work before the end of the day. There's a reason why you're feeling these feelings. Like you need to, to listen to yourself. Um, yeah. so it's just having more confidence in who you are, I think is the major thing. And it feels a very, certainly for myself, that I think of yoga, I, I'm a bit scared. Like I'm like, oh God, I'm going to have to have a Lululemon mat. Uh, I don't have the right clothes and I'm not going to be able to do what all these people do. And, you know, even more with, I think, this sort of probably with social media, you know, it's like, yes. it's like, oh, you got to stand look, on your head. Yeah. Oh, God, they can I... stand on their head. I'm just not even going to even bother with yoga. That's not the point of yoga at all. Yoga is for anyone. And, you know, we specifically work with what you can do and how your body moves. And you know when you can do something. So, you know, if you can't do it today, you just do a little bit. And then it slowly builds up to, you know, to a bigger practice. But you don't need to be flexible. You just need to wear clothes that's comfortable and that you can move in. It doesn't matter. It's just that we unfortunately allow other people's perceptions or images or their kind of stuff to prevent us from, from going and enjoying a class on our own. Yeah, no, that's really true. And can we talk briefly about the kind of people that have benefited from your practice? Because you mentioned, you know, people that maybe are friends and family with addiction problems or people that are having anxiety and things like that. How do people come to you? And People have been coming to us because we support Stitch Away the, the Stigma, which had appeared in your documentary. So some people are coming through that because they've they found that doing art has been very therapeutic for them. And so now they're interested in trying something else that they might be able to use. And so they're either finding us through that or just simple Googling online, just looking for stuff in the area, which I know it sounds silly, but no. because there's not that many offerings available for families that are affected by substance use that, you know, people are kind of, you know, whatever they find something, they're just super keen to, to try it. And so that's why they're just like, okay, let's see how this works. And they're always quick to say, well, I, I've never done yoga before, or I'm not flexible or I'm not. And I'm like, that has nothing to do. It's all about changing kind of the way you think. And the physical benefits are a secondary benefit rather than the, the primary focus of what yeah. our work is. How can people find you? We're a very, very small nonprofit. So it's called Recovery Wellness Collective. And we're available at recoverywellnesscollective.org.uk. And send us an email if you're interested in learning more about yoga therapy. Or we even do like craft coaching, which is set up for a six-week program. But to just as more of a like a coaching thing to help people understand like how to set up boundaries, how to set up difficult conversations, how to figure out when their partner might be using too much, too little, and to kind of work out how they're going to deal with the, the family or restructure the family to work around what best suits the family to support and make sure that they're protecting themselves while the other person is involved in their substance use until they get recovery. Yeah. And then we're going to offer like food courses to help manage anxiety and depression and also painting. So those things are coming up as well. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. By the way, did you do your homework? No. <laughs> I love it. No. And I said to you, if I say I'll do it, I'll do it. Didn't I? I said, I'll definitely do it. 
No, yeah, I haven't done it. You were super keen as soon as you oh left. Oh my god, I was then... so keen. I was so keen. I was. I was like, I'm gonna smash this out of the park. Did I do it? No. No. It's okay. It's your choice. I know. But this is kind of like one of the things. Like clients come back, and I was like, "Did you do your homework last week?" And they're like, "No." I'm like, "Okay, that's your choice. I'm not gonna argue with you." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And it's sort of my choice, and also in the past I might sort of pile shame on top of that and go well you know I'm like oh no no I'm too old or find excuses like I had this going on or I had this and that and stuff and it's like no it's okay you just didn't want to do it it's fine (laughs) exactly um Colleen thank you so much good luck with everything you're doing I think it's absolutely brilliant and thank you for joining me and thank you for having me really appreciate it take care bye bye Well, that was Colin Lally, and please let me know, as ever, what you thought of that. A short interview this week, but still very useful. I'll just describe this session. We went into a room, and then I'm sitting sort of on a mat. And then basically, what we do is we just slowly explore what feels right for my body. So, like, does this stretch feel right, or does this stretch not feel right? leaning over to the side on my right and coming back to the middle and always sort of checking it out and almost like having a conversation with my body and working out what does that feel nice does that not feel nice and it's very kind of gentle really more just like very gentle movement not any heavy stretches or anything like that and feels quite restorative in a way I would say yeah and the time went very quickly but very much like listening to one's body noticing oh that side feels a bit heavier than the other side and then going going with that yeah and I felt very relaxed afterwards well greetings from very sunny France it's a light breeze it's very hot um so let me read out some of your messages Thank you for being in touch. Hi, Will. I recently did the Cancer Research UK sponsored yoga month in June as a way to remember two family members who had passed from cancer and to honour one who loved yoga, who had passed due to suicide. It was literally life-changing. This is amazing. Uh, I felt healthier, more awake, more alive, connected to people I'd lost, supported by a whole community and physically the best I'd felt for a long time. I'm trying to continue my practice. I find it hard to fit it in but actually doing it is so worth it. 100% the best thing I've ever done for both my physical and mental health. I've struggled with my weight and body image and suffer from anxiety and depression. Can't recommend yoga enough. There's loads of videos for beginners on YouTube and on the Fitbit app. That's very useful. Uh, For anyone hesitating, I would say 100%. Give it a try, it changed my life. Thank you so much. Hi, Will. Thank you for your latest episode. Money and mental health are so linked. Money worries put you in a state of fight or flight response that then sends your nervous system into complete overwhelm and survival. I worry about ending up like my nan when I'm older, not being able to afford care and put into somewhere not very nice. Look forward to your podcast every week. Thank you. Amazing episode on money and mental health. I've never been able to put my finger on trying to explain the stress and anxiety with benefit paperwork problems I've had for years. Thank you so much for sharing this private embarrassing problem that I haven't been able to explain or understand till now. Thank you so much. That's really sweet. Thank you. Um, I always think of money as energy. The more we focus on a lack of it, the more we see. I remember from my book launch thinking I can't afford the massive launch I want, but it will come. 
And a week later, Borvik Castle got in touch. They offered to sponsor the entire thing for 150 guests with champagne and food flowing. My brother played the grand piano and my daughter sang A Million Dreams at the tender age of five. It all works out in the end. Well, this is a very positive email. Yes, put it into the universe. Hi, Will, I'm loving your podcast. Thank you. The subjects are also interesting. I have fibromyalgia and recently overdid it. My body was so tired, but my mind was buzzing. Therefore, I couldn't sleep and needed to. Please consider a podcast on overstimulation. It's an interesting topic and more detailed than I thought. Well, thank you very much. I always love hearing your suggestions and I hadn't thought about that. A very good melting pot, I'm going to say. A plethora, a variety of messages. Thank you. Did you know the Wellbeing Lab is produced by Audio AF and is part of the ACAST? Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Mannies and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. Create a network. It's true.